Trump announces his plan to open up America again. Pelosi deletes a video to hide her shortcomings. And the modelers create new models, moving the goalposts once again to try to take away any sort of victory from Trump and cover their own ass. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to America the Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news today. Now let's get into this. Walking Phoenix calls for New York to release the prisoners. Listen to this. The spread of coronavirus in prisons threatens the health and safety of all of us. When you're incarcerated, there's no such thing as social distancing and ensuring good hygiene is not an option. Leaders must do everything possible to prevent incarcerated people and those who work in prisons from becoming ill and spreading the virus. I'm calling on Governor Andrew Cuomo to take action in New York by granting clemency to New Yorkers in prison. The lives of so many people depend on his action. No one deserves to die in prison from COVID-19. The lives of prisoners. <laughs> so listen, Walking Phoenix is now the real-life Joker. He assumed the role into reality. I tweeted, Walking Phoenix calls for Cuomo to release New York prisoners because of COVID-19. These mentally ill Hollywood celebrities need to shut the fuck up. Now, all, not all of us can live in a private, high-security gated community. We need, to, we need to actually live with the consequences of bad government action. I want to look up really quickly Walking Phoenix's house. Uh, I looked it up earlier, and I couldn't really see anything directly about his house. I mean, th- this one shows it a little bit. It, it's, it's a pretty nice house. It didn't look like anything crazy, crazy. Let me look up his net worth really quick. You know, not 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 all of us have you know thirty five million dollars of net worth, but there was one report that he bought his next door neighbor's house for one point four million. So I think his house is one point four, and then he bought his here. Uh, eccentric actor Walking Phoenix has purchased his next door home, his neighbor's home in twenty thirteen. For $1.4 million, as indicated by property records, the three-bedroom, three-bathroom house, uh, his existing home was purchased for close to $5 million. And that was back in 2006. Phoenix's long-term property is rather ordinary by Hollywood standards. That is true. If you look at it, it seems like just a normal, very well-off person. doesn't look too luxurious. As it stands, Phoenix, new addition to the property portfolio. I wonder why he bought the next-door neighbor's house. Sometimes they do it. I, I've seen it before where really rich people will buy their neighbor's house and literally turn it into like a playpen for their kids or just like a second home for, I guess, for, for junk or <laughs> I don't know. But not all of us have the privilege like these Hollywood celebrities. They preach to us about fairness, equality, justice, all the bullshit in the book. This is another one. Release the criminals. Release the criminals. Joaquin, you're such a joker. You are out of touch with reality and how the normal common folk has to live. Do you have any idea how many people are falling victim to these prisoners that are being released? Do you know have any idea how many people are falling victim because we're not arresting as much prisoners or taking as much prisoners as as we should be because of the coronavirus risk of people not, of governments not wanting to throw people in confined spaces in jail? It's having a direct impact on people. People are being robbed. People are being murdered. People are being the R word. I won't say it because because it's just not a good word to say. It's happening. 
And in the midst of all this chaos and all this happening, we got the fucking Joker trying to tell us and preach to us from his moral high ground superiority, from his gated community, in his multi-million dollar multiple houses on the same block, trying to tell us, tell the governor the shit that we have to live with. You know what, Walking Phoenix? If you want the prisoners, you could quarantine them in your house if you want for their safety. I don't care what happens to you. You made that choice. Oh, you're trying to be nice. You're trying to be a good person. Oh, look at me. I care about the prisoners. Fuck the prisoners. That's the least of my concerns. These celebrities need to shut up. I'm sick of it. This is a video that Pelosi deleted. Listen to this. Deal with it. But we do want to say to people, come to Chinatown. Here we are. We're, again, careful, safe, and come join us. Um... She can barely talk properly, so Pelosi deleted this video. It's clear she's trying to hide her failures and blame them on Trump. Luckily, Trump got a hold of it and said, Crazy Nancy Pelosi deleted this from her Twitter account. She wanted everyone to pack into Chinatown long after I closed the border to China. Based on her statement, she is responsible for many deaths. She's an incompetent third-rate politician, which is true because if you hold these Democrats to the standards that they're holding Trump, you'll find out that they're all crazy, loony, wrong, and hypocritical. Trump, uh, Pelosi is blaming the deaths on Trump for not acting about with China. Meanwhile, Pelosi's out there advocating for people to go to Chinatown. And I'm a, I believe this was done as a response to Trump's lockdown because they were spewing racism, racism, racism. Trump shutting down China because of racism. Um, it looks like the headline even says Pelosi easing outbreak fears. So because of Hashtag racism. Pelosi went out there to advocate for the Chinese population of cities and make sure they attend. People attended these Chinese festivals. Obviously, that's the wrong move. When these these Democrats are against any type of mass gathering of some sort, obviously to uh, avoid the spread of COVID nineteen. But just to add insult to that, it's also the Asian community. <laughs> I mean, the most likely of the bunch to have it and to spread it because it's only going to get here one way or another. Obviously, it could come, it could have came from somebody from, let's just use an example. If someone from China went to Italy, got someone infected, and that someone from Italy came over, obviously it was brought here by an Italian person who got it because of a Chinese person. But when you're having a large portion of, of Chinese people come into your cities and living in your cities and having family, meeting family, obviously the likelihood of it spreading directly out of from the Chinese communities is way higher because that's they they have direct connections to the source of the outbreak where patient zero would be. So according to Pelosi's own standards, she's a hypocrite and she's accounted for the deaths of thousands of people. The media won't hold her to those standards. We need to hold them to those standards, the standards that they hold themselves to, call them out on their hypocrisy. We, we got to do that because the media is not going to do it. It's just our voices on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, on the whatever, Facebooks. We know the truth. We see past this bullshit. 
we need to spread the word to make sure other people start to see past this bullshit because there are too many people just totally brainwashed by the mainstream media. Where that that that's another reason why Trump put that mainstream media compilation together and just showed it in front of them because he knew word we have the majority of the country watching this right now and the majority of the country is going to be getting their news with the filter from the mainstream media filtering out any piece of truth let me just give the truth directly to the public so this way they don't trust this mainstream media garbage bs and god bless trump for doing that we got to stay woke trump plans to reopen in the economy listen to this than almost all other countries. Based on the latest data, our team of experts now agrees that we can begin the next front in our war, which we are calling opening up America again. And that's what we're doing. We're opening up our country. And we have to do that. America wants to be open, and Americans want to be open. As I have said for some time now, a national shutdown is not a sustainable long-term solution. To preserve the health of our citizens, we must also preserve the health and functioning of our economy. Over the long haul, you can't do one without the other. It cannot be done. To keep vital supply chains running, these chains have to be taken care of so delicately they're delicate. The balance is delicate. We want to deliver food and medical supply. We must have a working economy. And we want to get it back very, very quickly. Obviously, Trump's right. The, America is – a lot of Americans are begging to get back to work. This is his initiative, the guidelines, opening up America again that is the new guidelines, and there's a criteria. There's a phase one, phase two, and a phase three. Let's quickly glance over it. So the criteria, proposed state or regional uh, gating criteria, symptoms, um, downward uh, cases, downward trajectory. So I guess after you're on a downward trajectory with the cases for a 14-day period, uh, that's when you can, I guess, start. That's part one of the guidelines. Hospitals treat all patients without crisis care and robust testing programs, symptoms, downward trajectory of influenza-like illnesses within a 14. So you got to make sure you're on a downward trajectory for at least two weeks. Then you can begin the phase one. So the phase one, a quick overview for individuals, all vulnerable individuals should continue to shelter in place. Members of households with vulnerable residents should be aware that by returning to work or other environments where distancing is not practical they should they could carry back the virus back home precautions should be taken to isolate the vulnerable residents and i've been saying that since day one if you have somebody in your house that's of high risk you gotta quarantine them you can go out or you quarantine the whole family and yourself. But if you have a, 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 a grandma who's got a major heart condition, she's on her health bed, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to quarantine off her room and you're going to have to feed her through a, um, a little gate into the room and make sure it's disinfected if you want to be safe. All individuals, when in public, should maximize social distance from others. Social settings of more than 10 people when appropriate where appropriate distance may not be practical should be avoided unless precautionary measures are observed 
That's basically just saying you just go through regular social distancing. Uh, and for the employers, continue to encourage telework. If possible, return to work in phases. Uh, close the common areas. Minimize non-essential travel. Strongly consider special accommodations for people who are of the higher risk. Specific types of employers. It just gives a little bit of difference for each type of business. So now for phase two, for the individuals, all high-risk individuals should continue to shelter in place. Members of the households with high-risk residents should be aware that returning to work, it's the same exact thing as phase one. Uh, yep, for the individuals, it's the same thing. For employers, it seems like the same exact thing as well. Um, for it seems phase, it seems exactly the same. With no evidence of a rebound. I don't know. It looks like exactly the same thing. Oh, so, so I guess it's what is it? What type of businesses? Why does it all look the same? Oh, it's just certain businesses are slowly opening. Okay, that that's what it seems like, because it says for phase one, bars aren't allowed to open yet. Bars should remain closed. Gyms can open. That's what I'm. Those two, I'm the <laughs> I'm the most concerned. Gyms and bars. Now, bars. I don't normally go to bars, but because of this whole crisis, makes me want to go to a bar just to get out of the home. Uh, so, phase one. Gyms, but no bars. Phase two. Obviously, gyms are good. Uh, the bars may operate with a small capacity, and then I'm assuming by phase three, uh, you can just increase more. I say you just start doing this yourselves. The, I mean, this seems pretty simple, this phase one, phase two guidelines. It seems like we could jump to phase three, in my personal opinion. It seems like m the majority of states and cities don't even need to follow any of these phases and could just jump ahead. See, people as an individual, as someone with free will, people will practice social distancing. People will voluntarily wear masks. Before the national lockdown orders in some places, there was over a 50% decrease in foot traffic immediately without the government control enforcing the lockdowns, showing that you, you don't need for this big government overreach to keep people from gathering in mass crowds when there's a virus going around. Let people make up their minds. If you're afraid, stay home. If you don't want to contribute in opening up the economy, you can stay home. Someone like me who wants to get back out there and get social and get back to back to I mean I'm working from home but you know get back to going out to eat restaurants having fun doing this doing that so someone like me I'm ready to go back out if you are too I say just do it unfortunately I live in the two most liberal socialist cities in the whole country so it's not like a whole mob mentality of republicans are going to just start opening their businesses by me i'm kind of kind of alone out here being a republican in los angeles and, and new york city that's my where i live it's kind of a I kind of wish i lived in a deep red state you know just say we'd we'll go with the, go with the boys say screw it let's go open up our shops fuck, <laughs> fuck it let's just go open up our shops fellas
And let's go out. Let's just say fuck it. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I wish I had a, a nice large crew of people who are just down to say fuck the government and just do what we want. But unfortunately, I don't have that privilege. So the models were wrong. And now the modelers are making new models to justify the massive, terrible public policy they influenced. These models ignore the purpose of the policies they influenced to slow the spread, not stop. This is just more BS. So they're showing you the current projections, which show about 60,000 people will die. Then they're showing you, oh, if we only intervened one week earlier, about 25,000 would have died. Now they're showing if you intervened two weeks earlier, only 6,000 would have died. These model makers are just spitting new models out of their asshole. So this way they can justify their previous terrible models and the terrible <laughs> policy decisions made by government based off their models. So they're just covering their bullshit with some more bullshit. Uh, this is what Nancy Pelosi said. To say people will die, so be it, instead of a science and testing-based path to reopening the economy is deeply frivolous and long. Every, t every life is precious. Each death is heartbreaking for the families. Okay, whatever. So she is basically... You know how the Democrats are. They don't want the economy to reopen. They want to make everything difficult. They want to make everything take long. They want to hurt it as much as possible because orange man bad. So I tweeted back to her a photo of the original um, the original flatten the curve meeting where it shows without precautions you see a giant spike and it goes over the healthcare policy and then it shows you the social distancing um, flattened curve where we don't go over the healthcare capacity given the fact that we came nowhere even close to the maximum healthcare capacity one can say we didn't even need to do massive lockdowns I reply people are dying from an illness it is inevitable it's clearly inevitable. So for these original models to say only 6,000 people would die if if we acted two weeks earlier is just wrong. It's completely wrong because that ignores everything we know about the virus, everything that was promoted about flattening the curve, every, every piece of knowledge, of true knowledge gathered about COVID-19 gets thrown out the window for those models just to make orange man bad so people who die from an illness is inevitable the purpose of lockdowns is to stop hospitals from overflowing we are now nowhere near overflow everything we're doing now is actually pointless you remember the meaning of flatten the curve so here's a nice timeline of what happened the model said 2.2 million would die if trump doesn't act trump acts models update to six 60,000 will die. Trump wins. Modelers say heck no and create models that say more lives would have been saved if Trump acted early. And that's going to be the whole new narrative. These modelers set up the new narrative for the Democrats so perfectly because Trump is going to walk away with this thing at a, with a big win. Obviously, the models were wrong. But even though they were wrong to the standards of the models that the left so desperately praises— to those standards, Trump just saved millions of lives, but they can't have that. So you know what? Now they're going to break it down. They're going to bring it really petty, and they're going to say, well, a few thousand people would have been saved if it wasn't for Trump. And now they're going to put the blood on his hands, even though he saved two million plus. Hey, screw it. Instead of two weeks early, let's just go three weeks earlier. Why not? Why don't we—why couldn't we have just— 
shut the world down back in 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 November indefinitely cut the travel all around everyone just stay inside and we just started giving everybody UBI checks since then you know what that would have saved more lives I mean if we're going to use their their narrative against them but this is another thing I said the models that got everything wrong are now saying if we acted earlier more deaths would have been prevented as if the virus would just magically fly away after two weeks this will be the new narrative to attack Trump. This is peak stupid. This this is peak stupid. Where we were talking about peak resources being used, we're now at we are now at peak stupid. We can't let the the Democrats and the doomsdayers win this one. Trump walked away with a major win, although it wasn't Trump that did these national lockdown orders. It was the Trump that just advised on social distancing. It was up to the governors and the states and the cities to, to issue the stay-at-home orders. So none of that falls on Trump. But they're going to make all the blame fall on Trump. Obviously, I could have I understood the decisions at the start. I understood the decisions because, you know, you got these models at the time. I guess they were more credible than they are now. And you're looking at them and you're like, Mr. Trump, you got to make a move. A lot of people are going to die. Politically, you have no choice but to make a move. The media and the Democrats put over 50% of the population into fear panic mode that the, the world was going to end because of these models. Politically, Trump had no choice because even if he knew they were wrong, even if the lockdowns did absolutely nothing, if by the end of it, 60,000 people died and not the 2.2 the million, those 60,000, every one of those lives lost would be blamed on Trump because he didn't act at all. So at that point, it's a lose-lose situation for him, even if he knows the right proper choice. Politically, he had to take the decisions he had to make. Also, are you really going to take that risk? so close to uh, an election there's still that risk involved and i bet you he just weighed it and said you know what let's just go through with it we'll come up with a nice win which that was correct they did come up he did come up with a nice win but obviously the left will never let him have a win even though <laughs> i guess he you know to their standards he won they'll never let that happen so they'll just move the goalpost more and more California is the first state to give COVID-19 relief to illegal immigrants. Democrats are spending your tax dollars on illegals. How is this not a federal crime? This is something you'll only see in Democrat states and Democrat cities is them giving all this benefit, your tax dollars to illegals. This is the, this is the timeline of what happens. Illegals illegally enter the country, they take your jobs, they drive the market value and the market price of all labor down because they'll do it for cheap and they'll do it for off the books. So if they don't steal your jobs, they're making your jobs pay you less because they're lower in the market value. Then most of them don't even pay taxes or they pay very little taxes. And then the, <laughs> and then the government then says, oh, hey, you know, we're going to take your tax dollars and give it to the guy that just took your job and drove the market price of your jobs down. That is the Democrat logic. It, they're literally shooting themselves in the foot. And I think Gavin Newsom, the governor, is just prepping to keep California blue 
by giving all the illegals money. And you know, you know how the illegals vote. They'll figure out a way to vote. When they become legal, he wants to make sure they vote Democrat. Remember who gave you that money? It was us Democrats. So let's read through what this is. California to give 150,000 undocumented immigrants $500 coronavirus aid program. Newsom allocates $75 million for disaster relief fund for immigrants who are in the country illegally. So if you house an illegal immigrant in your home, you can get arrested. If you give them money, I'm sure that's illegal too. What Gavin Newsom is doing, he's housing them, feeding them, giving them money, doing all this. I don't know how that's not a federal crime. So California will be the first state to give cash to immigrants, uh, country illegals who are hurt from the COVID-19, offering $500 a piece to, okay, left out of the, okay, many Americans began receiving their checks but people living outside the country illegal aren't living in the country illegally and not eligible for money so i guess it's because they're not these illegals aren't eligible for the federal stimulus package it seems like gavin newson is just making his own state taxpayer funded disaster relief fund for the illegals living in his state illegally there's nothing left to be said about this. It's just it's just be be wary on who you vote for. Because these Democrats don't have your best interests at heart. They have their interests at heart because they know, they know. Trump addresses the lockdown protesters. Listen to this. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, what's your message to the protesters we're seeing? We saw a lot in Michigan, but in other states that are saying that they are refusing to comply with the stay-at-home orders issued by governors and local officials. I mean, isn't it important uh, for everybody to go along with this as we go through these phases? Well, they've been going through it a long time, John, and it's been a tough process for people. You know, I told you there's, there's death and there's problems in staying at home, too. It's not just, isn't it wonderful to stay at home? They're having, they're suffering. This country wasn't built on that principle. It was built on an exact opposite principle, actually. And I watched in one particular state where they were uh, they want to get back. They want to get back. Uh, they were very strict sanctions that were put on people. That was uh, probably the most strict of all. But uh, I just think the American people have been incredible. When you look at, John, when you look at what they've done, when you look at what they've been through, when you look at all of the death and all of the problems and all of the sickness, when you look at what's happened, I just think the American people have been incredible. Urge those protesters to listen to local authorities. I think they're listening. I think they listen to me. Uh, they seem to be protesters that like me and respect this opinion. And my opinion is the same as just about all of the governors. They all want to open. Nobody wants to stay shut, but they want to open safely. So do I. But we have large sections of the country right now that can start thinking about opening. There'll be some mitigation, and they'll keep it going for a period of time including masks, by the way, in areas that you wouldn't even think. I asked a question today. I said, why would they wear masks in Wyoming or Montana or North Dakota? And that's if somebody should come in from an area that isn't so successful in terms of what they've done. So that will be a, a governor's choice. And we'll it's good that Trump believes in the governor in the, the rights of the states. That's good. That's very good on the level of it puts a lot of strain off the federal government that already has a lot of shit to deal with. 
But Trump is right in his acknowledgement of these protesters, talking about how some it's not what the country was was founded on. The country wasn't founded on sitting at home and doing nothing all day. The country was founded on going out, working, and innovating. That's that's why the whole uh, the whole uh, the the essence of America is about work. It's about innovation. It's about revolution. It's about freedom. These other countries, we in America, we take this stuff for granted. The reason why America was so successful so quickly, it's because people from all these oppressed parts of the world or um, these these areas with had a bigger government, everyone just decided, let's just take the chance and go to the rock across the, the ocean, this great, vast ocean. And they came to the land of opportunity. We, we take that expression, the land of opportunity, for granted. And we, we take everything in America for granted. And we got to take a step back and realize how good we really do have it here. And we need to preserve what keeps it good. We can't succumb to the lazy, liberal, socialist BS. We need to stay on top of shit we need to keep the government in check we need to preserve our freedoms we need to make sure we are working we need to make sure we're keeping the economy strong because guess what the economy is the reason why we're not out there uh, hunting buffalo for food the economy is the reason why we can walk down the street and i can get a steak dinner for for 10 bucks granted her 10 dollars steak dinner is not going to be too good but I, I can still do that if I wanted to buy the raw meats myself and cook it at home on my on my furnace or whatever. That's that's the what the economy granted me. So we need to preserve that. We need to make sure the economy is is up to par. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Please like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on, do whatever you got to do. Shoot me a text, 917-540-8768. Yeah, that's the number. Just shoot me a text. You can stay updated. Subscribe to the podcast, America the Podcast, on all the podcast apps. And send, send it to your friend if you can. Send the podcast to your friends. It'll help me out a lot. If you're listening on Apple, rate it five stars because of all the leftists. They're spamming one star. So if you can help me out there, that'll help out a lot. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, you can, you can get out of here now. Shoo. Shoo, stop listening. Peace.